Hi, I'm Jody Harrison Bauer. I am 62 years old and I am here with Hi, thank you. <laughs> 60 years old and we just got finished watching The Golden Bachelor and we are here to recap it and give you our perspective of because we are women who are in our 60s and we're going to just give you our perspective on realistic, realistic stuff about these women. Um, yeah. What did you think of the show, Kim? I was really surprised. I thought it was really good. I think they covered the women so fast. I wanted to see more conversation with each one, but it was really good. I thought um, it was like true, honest, not these. Everyone was just themselves. It was really refreshing. Yeah. Given if I were to compare them to the bachelor and the women coming out of the limos in the bachelor, you know, everybody is out there to, I think, so many of the girls, the younger girls, and again, I'm not bashing on them, are there for fame, Instagram fame, um, TikTok fame. And I think these women, it's really actually, I, I'm going to assume, the last thing on their mind. They're in their 60s. They're from 60 to 75 years old. And I, I truly believe, I truly do believe that they're there to fall in love with Gary. I agree. And I thought, Gary surprised me. I thought he was going to be a dud. We talked about this earlier today. And he was super personable, like athletic looking, handsome. And I I thought he was perfect for the role. And I kind of thought he was a little nerdy at the beginning. But if if he is nerdy at all, it's in a really cute way. It's very cute. And I felt like... Unlike the other bachelors, and this is this is what I we were really focusing on, is that he he was listening to them. He wasn't looking for hotness. Now, look, the guy's not blind. We know he's not deaf because he's got two hearing aids, um, so he hears very very well. Probably more things than he should hear. I remember when my grandmother got her hearing aids, she had to turn it down if the room got too loud. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that what we're going to see here is a genuine person in Gary representing the age group between 60 and 70 years old, over 70, um, and somebody who is genuinely there to fall in love and to genuinely listen to what the women have to say. Versus and going they by all kind of know what they really want, so they can express themselves a little bit better. Now, I, we, I did think some of the women were a little cheesy, but it's kind of hard to show your personality in that amount of time. It's so hard. That's why you really have to come out of that limo with with a real bang. And I thought Edith made a great a, a great impression. She was the first one out. I thought she she, looked- made, she made the beauty one. I mean, she was, she talked about elegant and then she came off with sparkly eyes and the whole thing. Right. And she was wearing, she was wearing gold against her white hair. And I thought she looked really elegant. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, there's so much emphasis on when, if you're younger, looking at somebody and saying, oh, they're hot, they're sexy. I mean, sexy never goes out of style, but you know, they're just talking about how hot somebody could be. And in this situation, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about was that before he gave out the roses, he said that he's never been in a room um, filled with so many women that were poised, elegant, and had intellect, were intelligent. 
And I thought that that was a great way to describe the women in the room. Yes, for sure. And they all were. Mm -hmm. They were all very accomplished. I thought all of them, for the most part, were pretty confident. Um, You know, look, it's um, every woman in there has a story. Some of them are more out there than others. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're going to get that with if you put a bunch of women in a room. But what I noticed the most was that there seemed, and you and I were both talking about this, was there seemed to be an incredible camaraderie immediately between in like almost like a sorority feeling yes and I but I also think the women took it a little bit harder too because at the like at the end even though they all had each other's back and seemed to be on the same page like um they seemed really sad they didn't get a rose really sad but then the girls that got the rose equally looked sad that the other ones didn't get the rose. Like that's that, that camaraderie went all the way to the end. Like I bet they'll be friends forever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I think that is the difference in the age is that you, even though they're competitive, they all want Gary, like they're there to win and they're there for Gary, um, that they, they do feel this empowerment with more women. And I, you don't normally see that with, the younger women at all. No, I haven't watched a lot of the bachelorettes because it just irks me. Mm-hmm. Like I just cringe, but they seem more mad at the end when they don't get a rose. Yeah. If you watch at the very beginning, they're like pissed or whatever. They're they really pissed. Yeah. These, I mean, look, like these girls were sad. They really thought Gary was a great guy. <laughs> and he is a great guy. And so I get it. And I think they were putting so much when you put a 24 year old in the room, she's got, you know, the next, 70 years ahead of her you know these women are in their 60s and 70s like they're giving it their best shot like they really wanted to to get to know him and I I felt bad but you know in life you've got to put yourself out there it doesn't make a difference how old you are you have to put yourself out there if you really want something and the women that did who were more assertive I think every woman who asserted herself got a rose tonight I think that's true, but I don't know if we saw everything, but you're right. Well, there were a few that we didn't get to see too much of, like Joan, and she got a rose. Right. We really liked Joan. We can go through the ladies. So Edith was the first one out. I don't have the list of who came out first, but I just remember that it was Edith that came out first. And like like we described her, she she was wearing a gold gown and she has white hair. um, And she made an impression. I mean, she Mm -hmm. didn't get the first impression rose. Um, Ellen, did I, I don't think Ellen got a rose, did she? Ellen, no. Yes, Ellen did get a rose. Oh, Ellen's the pickleball girl, right? Well, there was quite a few pickleball girls. <laughs> hold on. Ellen was the one that was, hold on, I'll tell you really quick. Oh, Ellen was, uh, yeah, she did get one. She just looked different in... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I don't remember her story, but she, she, oh, she was wearing the blue gown. Yeah. Okay, the blue gown. I was kind of surprised that he picked her. He's 71. Right. Okay. I was surprised that I. (laughs) Sorry, Jane Ripke. She was the one with the bad golf swing, I think. Yes, she's the one with the golf Yes. Um, We thought when she first came out that possibly she would be too old for him. But Mm -hmm. they seemed to connect. They did have, again, she was assertive. She went after him and they, 
and they, they chatted, so they did connect. Um, Sandra with the glasses. Yeah. 75. Did she get it? She did. Okay. We I missed a few names. We weren't really sure if she was going to get one, but we thought... We thought he was kind of faking it with her. We thought she was a little too... Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I... You know, I can't figure out what what he's. I knew he was gonna. Well, I knew he was gonna pick Faith. I, I knew Faith was like I could just tell right away, um, and she's been a, a favorite of mine. But I I don't know what his type is yet. And what I want to make sure of is that it's not that these women actually like him too. You know, they do seem to really like him, and that not just want to win. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so... Go ahead. Uh, each one that came out that he... So I forgot about this. Ellen did the... No, um, Edith, when she came out, she popped the confetti. Right. And I forgot about that. But he made a comment. Remember when they were all dancing? Like, one of them started dancing, and then all the girls started dancing around, which yeah. is what we do at our age. We really do. Like, yes. if there's one dancing... All the other girls join in. We don't need a guy to dance with. Yes, and they all put their arms up in the air, which yeah. is such a... And he said, nobody has fun like we have fun. Oh, I thought true. that was so cute because it was like kind of like we're all in this together. Yes, yes. And you uh, that's something you feel as you get older because you're not insecure. I'm not saying that every woman in that room doesn't have an insecurity, but it's like at this point in our life, we've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Like, yeah. you know, we've been through a lot already. We've we've already experienced so much life. It's like, what the hell? Even even put today, today, putting together this recap and doing everything that we did. Like, uh-huh. we just went, we just went for it. And, you know, and why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Because, yeah, why not is the thing. And I, I think he's looking for somebody he's just going to have fun with in the end. I agree. Who's got good values and aligns with him and he can have good conversations with. Right. And he is looking for somebody, you know, and but I think everybody's looking for somebody who's family-oriented. I don't think you're going to meet anybody who's a good human being who says, I'm not into family values. I'm not into people who are into their families. You know, everybody's going to say that their family, you know, we hope, or you get a feeling that they are or they're not into their family, Right. That's true. I guess. I don't know. Do you think that young people talk about that? They do. They do. Okay. Okay. You know, they'll, the ones, the ones that are really close to their family. Um, and don't forget, they do these hometowns. Do you know about yeah. the hometowns? Yes. So then they used to, they go meet the parents, but here we're going to go meet the kids. Yes. That'll be fun. I can't wait for that. Like I yeah. really cannot wait for that because what we're going to see is the opposite. We're going to see the millennials welcoming their baby boomer moms um, with this guy. Yeah. It's going to be a real switch or Rooney, and uh, they'll actually know what it feels like. Um, okay. So we had Sandra, who looks amazing. She's got the bicep. She's got the glasses. She was the one who was, like, doing the meditation with him. And mm-hmm. then um, what did you think of her, like, I liked her. I just didn't think they connected that well. I was sort of surprised she got picked. Me too. Because I that didn't seem like his vibe to me. I, I didn't think that that seemed like his vibe. But I think 
to me, he feels open for anything. And again, being Which old, is, being older, you are yeah. right. You don't, yeah. you know that you can't be closed minded, especially when you're on a show like this, but there are a lot of people that go on these shows and specifically want a certain look or a certain type. And when you're older, um, you really keep your, you could be very closed minded. Okay. Don't get me wrong. When you get older, you do tend to get more closed minded, but when you're looking for love, I think, um, it takes a special person to have that open mind about everything. And I think, like you said, the, the retreat that you were on recently that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, have an idea of what you want the relationship to look like, not necessarily what the man looks like, but how do you want to feel and be in that relationship? Am I saying that right? Yes. And not even what he looks like. You might go, oh, I want a man who has, uh, who's really funny and energetic and likes to do all these things. When really, you just want a man that you can do the things you like to do with, laugh with all the time. Like what kind of, like helps me with the chores or I, we, we communicate well, whatever it is that's your, your thing. If you pick that, that's what he was saying over, you'll attract the right man. But these people know what it is that makes them happy. So that's why he's asking him questions that are more relative, I guess, into instead of, do you want to work when you have kids? Do you want, how many kids do you want to have? That like that. He's saying, what's your favorite thing to go do? How do you like to relax? That kind of stuff, right? Right. It's not the same questions. It's not right. It's not when do you see yourself having children? Where would you want to live? Um, Yeah. It's none of those questions because they've already lived those lives. They have their children. They have their grandchildren. They've had their careers. So yes, you're very right. They're different questions. It's like, and they're not raising anyone. I mean, the only question you may ask is how much time do you spend with your grandkids or whatever? Right. But he's so, he's so close. Right. So it's, I, I, I didn't think of that all different. So, so that that's come into play about, is it faith that I said, I think has the, um, the, that's on the radio. Yes. See that has come into play because he'll want to be near his grandkids and daughters and she has kids too. So that does kind of come into play a little bit. Well, how close is Minnesota to Indiana? I'm kidding. Well, are um, you kidding? Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think, I think she can do her job remotely. I can't speak for Faith, but I think she can do her job, you know, from a remote place. No, but I'm saying just to be close to their kids. Oh. Yeah, that might be a toughie. Yeah, that might be a toughie. Because a lot of people, when they get older, move to where their kids are. If their kids move out of state or whatever. So they can be closer to their grandkids. Right. Yeah. I can't even think of that right now. I'm not even, I'm not even close oh. to having grandchildren at all. No. So this is a, so those years before you have grandkids, you better be busy. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to be like a full-time grandma when you do become a grandmother? Uh, well, I want, what do you mean a full-time? Like, I'm not going to take them two days a week or anything like that. But <laughs> I want to be able to beat it. There were their games and all that. Right. Stuff. Me yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I too- mean, if they, if they needed me to work cause they didn't want to put them in daycare or whatever, I would do that for a little while. But I did do that with like my niece's kids and stuff and it was fine. It was a lot of work though. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 oh my gosh. I'm exhausted. I know. I already told my daughters that they, they just need to earn enough money 
to hire somebody and, you know, they want me to go on vacation with them. I'll come as their guest, not as the, not as the nanny. Um, I know that might sound really mean, but that's me. Um, all right. So we wait. So Faith, wait, I'm getting Faith and Leslie mixed up. Faith is from, I, know, I was trying to find just a list of the ones that made it so I didn't have to keep going. No, so the Leslie's the one. I screwed that up. Leslie's from Minnesota. She's the fitness person. And Faith, I think, is from the Midwest somewhere. Where's Faith from? She's the most... Faith is from uh, Benton City, Washington. Okay, so she's from Washington State. Yeah. Okay. So, That's... Um... Yeah, so... That's hard. Okay, so let's name them again. We have Edith. Yep. Who we thought was beautiful. Yep. But we really didn't get to know her personality besides she had the confetti. Right. And then Joan, who we didn't really get to see anything of, but we liked her before we, we before she went on because we, we thought she was so pretty. We thought Joan was beautiful. She was very, very nervous. And then when he was talking to a bunch of the women, she was whispering to one of the women she was sitting next to, like, when am I going to see him? I'm not going to be able to talk to him. And you could tell she was just really, really nervous. I kind of, I really felt for her. Because I think yeah. the nerves got the best of her. But I think because she's so beautiful that, you know, Gary's no dummy. She's, yeah. she's a, He picked a lot of pretty women. Not that they aren't all pretty, but they're all pretty in a different way. But she's classically tall, blonde, beautiful. Yes. And she's also a widow, right? Uh, do, I can't remember. She's, which one? Um... I think she's a widow. Who said they were a widow? Only one said they were a widow, didn't they? Yeah, and I think it's Joan. I don't remember Joan talking at all, so I'm going to have to go back and watch that part. Let's see. No, Joan didn't talk at all. Yeah, so we didn't know if she was the widow. The widow was, uh, was the widow Jeannie? Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm surprised Renee went home. Renee, the cheerleader, not surprised about Pamela. What do we go? What do we go through the list on here? Okay. Okay. Oh, on this, on our thing. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. Way we won't miss here. anybody. Okay. okay. So Anna went home, right? Anna went home. Yes, she did. She didn't really speak up much. Mm-hmm. And then we've got. And then April stayed. She was the little chickadee. She was the chickadee. She kind of got on our nerves a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm glad she made it because I think she's going to add some fire to the group. Oh, she totally is. Yeah. And then Christina made it. We but love- I didn't get to see her talk a whole lot. She didn't say She didn't say much. Christina in the... We liked her bio a lot. We did, and we liked her in her jumpsuit. We thought she looked great. Um, and, and then Edith, she made it. Yep. And we liked her entrance. Um, and then, did Ellen make it? Yes, Ellen made it. Ellen and made she's it. 71. Faith made it at 60. And we thought Faith, we love Faith, you love Faith all along. I do. And she's the one who got the first impression rose. What did you mm-hmm. think of that? Do you think she deserved it? Um, I I just I felt like I felt like her singing the song was a little gag me. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean like I think he liked it. 
Would I like someone singing me a song that I didn't know and that was the first impression? I would be like, get the hell away from me. It was a little corny. Yeah. yeah. So I that that's good. So so she's kind of on my nerves about that. But I like that she's outdoorsy and doesn't she like to ride was she the horseback rider and all? Um, yeah. Yes, yes. She's the one she's uh yes, yeah. Okay. And then Jeannie made it. I don't feel like I know much about her. I don't know much about her. I don't think she's sticking around for very long. I'm surprised he sent Anna home, but she didn't talk at all. No, I don't even remember reading. Look at listen to Jeannie's bio. Jeannie's favorite color is neon. She cannot wait to see her her night one dress. Oh, cannot wait to see her night one dress. Sorry, her favorite color is neon. Okay, well, whatever. Can we talk about Teresa? Let's get to her. Let's see. Wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. Where's okay. Teresa? You know, she's the one who uh, unraveled herself in front of him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You refer to her as the horny one. Yeah, I think she is. I think she's really horny, too. How old is she? 71? 69. All right. Well, oh, no. She turned 70 on the show. That's why he brought oh, her the right. candle. She got to celebrate her 70th birthday. Yeah, so she's, she's exactly 10 years older than me. And she's in financial services. Maybe that explains her uh, lack of... Um, <laughs> like... Reading the room. Yeah. Right, right. She couldn't read the room very well. Um, and then Gary got a little feisty with her. That was his first kiss and where he made the comment uh, yeah. about, um, if I get this frosting somewhere, we, we're, would you clean it up? Right. I'm going to use that line <laughs> with my husband. If I eat this cupcake, will you lift like off the wrist? <laughs> well, what would he say? He said, of course I will. Yeah, of course I would. But he'd say, where, where are you going to put it? <laughs> <laughs> it depends where you're putting it, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, oh my God, that was uh, that was pretty bold of him. So there must have been some kind of attraction. So yeah. she, she walks out of the limo. She's got like this black bathrobe on. And she, I don't know what she says to him, but she basically. Oh, it wasn't. So she take that, that was the bathrobe? Yeah, it was like she was wearing she a birthday suit. underneath it, okay. Right, she was like, I'm wearing my birthday suit or something like that, right? And then the camera's yeah. behind her, so we don't know if she's actually naked or not. Obviously, but she's they naked. showed it from the front. It was like a nude cami thing, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then she changed into a black gown. Um, but we didn't like her from the get-go. We just didn't care for her. It, it, it gave me, like, icky feelings. Yeah. I... And I knew, and I knew he was going to keep her on only because she made such a damn effort to get his attention. Like she's already getting on my nerves. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I agree. But they, and then she went in for the kiss, which I couldn't watch. No, her kiss was <laughs> bad. But also, I didn't like um, uh, not eat a Faith's kiss either. Faith's kiss either. It, it was it. What was weird is that, like, the way she put her arms around him, yeah. like, I don't know, when I, I don't, when I. We're going to see that we're going to, so when we see the person that kisses in a non-icky way, because it, it wouldn't bother me to see him kissing someone. Right. It's just watching them kiss them back that I just, you kind of go, ugh. Right, well, he leaned in to kiss her. I think he was, they hugged, which yeah. I thought was lovely. He gave her the rose. Then they hugged, which I thought was really sweet. And I almost said to my, I was saying to myself, don't kiss, don't kiss, don't kiss, don't kiss. And then 
I think they both went for the kiss at the same time. I think it was very mutual. But I don't know. Why did she put her arms around him like that? Like That when, was aggressive. No. Do you think? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know yeah, what that why means. She did. It just looked awkward. It just looked awkward. But it, that's funny that you said that. Because remember he said his, his advice from his girls was not to kiss on the first night. And he kissed a lot. He, who else did he kiss? I thought he just kissed Teresa and Faith. No, I felt like he kissed one other person. And he was flirty. Very flirty. Do you think, do you, were you okay with him being so flirty? Yeah, I thought it was really cute that that kind of came out. Like, it, he wasn't, like, at first he's Mr., you know, emotional, sweet, kind and all that. But then he'd be that cute little flirty. So he's probably going to be fun. I think he, I think he was well casted. I think, yeah. they, I think they did a really, really good job with him. Um, because who do you think is, well, we, we talked about a villain. Do you think the show already has a villain? Kathy may be the villain. I think Kathy is the villain too. And then April may be second. Yep. I think we need to mark them down. And June, Joe may be third. Hmm. Only guess it was her face when she was saying that. I mean, she may not be the villain, but she kind of has that resting bitch face when she's talking to, like, when she was talking to the girl, whispering, saying, "What am I going to get to meet? When am I going to get to talk to him?" Yeah, I think I personally, I, I, yeah, I think Kathy and April are the villains. I don't know. I don't think Kathy's going to stay on very long. I, I think, I think he's very good at reading the room, and I think he can tell who. And it's just, so what's funny about this is that even at these ages, you're still going to see it's, it's social human beings just because they're older doesn't mean that they're still a mean girl, right? They're still a mean girl. They're still a nice girl. They're still the competitive girl. They're still the aggressive girl. You get, it doesn't change as you get older, Love doesn't change as you get older. It's We still have those feelings. What we're looking for changes, but it's still love. Just yeah, our, our attitude about what we're looking for for love changes. And that's why, you know, you know. You How competitive would you be on this? I'm, you know, believe it or not, I am a little shy. I know I don't seem like I'm shy at all. Nobody ever thinks that I am. I would be assertive. I would know that I wouldn't be aggressive like um, like Teresa was. I thought she was aggressive. I think, you know, saying, hey, I want to talk to you. I would definitely assert myself because that's what I'm there for. I'm not going to sit on the on the sofa like a moron and wait for him to go, you, over there, out of 22 women, I want to talk to you, Jody. I would get my ass up. I'm looking as hot as I possibly can and go over and say, hey, I want to get to know you. Because what if I don't like him? You know, and that's what I'm saying. That's true. What if I don't like him? How would you be? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know why the other women didn't get up and go talk to him. Or did they have that opportunity and they, they just didn't show us? It happens on because every I show. That. I, I would want to think that I would get up and go, oh, I want to go talk to you. But at the same time, they move fast. I don't know if I could get in the groove that fast. If you were there and you were on national TV and you wanted to find love and you thought he was a catch, I think 
content Kim would get her ass up and go over there and go, Hey, Gary, I'm Kim. I do. I want to talk to you for a minute. Yeah, I could. Hey, I've got, I wanted to, I need a word with you. I could see you saying, young man, I need a word with you. Yeah. But do you think, so some of those women had little gifts for him. Yeah. And did you think everyone thought to bring a gift or they just actually were the only ones that thought about it? They were the only ones. I mean, they do do that. Like um, they bring, if they're from, like I remember last season or two seasons ago, a girl was from Vermont. She brought maple syrup with her. And so you think that these people that are on here, all, all most of them have daughters mm-hmm. would be saying, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. But I think the producers only allow so many people to bring a prop. Like, yeah, that's what's not fair to me. <laughs> I think maybe not maybe not have as many girls. I don't know. I think, I wish they had put in less women. I wish that they had made it like maybe if if the show's only going to be 10 weeks, bring in 15 women or 16 women. Don't bring in friggin' 22. That's a lot. That's a lot. They could have made that two shows because they are all really great women. Right, because I think he kept 16 women. He kept 16 women out of the 22, so he eliminated 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, Right? He kept 16. I didn't get that many, so I'm not, that's why I'm going down this list. Okay, let's finish this list really quick. Okay. So, okay, so Leslie we know about because you love, you love Leslie. No, yeah, you love Leslie. Yeah, not just because she's a fitness person. I just like her vibe. There was just something about her. She's 64 years old. She's the one from Minnesota. Um, we like her. And what was the one that got the... Um, who got the most noticed or whatever? First impression. Rose. First impression. <laughs> the most noticed. <laughs> and I love. Okay. What, yes, and I love what he said to her too. Um, yeah, faith. So it's not fate, but faith. Okay, faith. I got that there. Okay, I put an asterisk, asterisk by those two, and we have the villains picked out. Right, the villains. Okay. I'm going to write down villains right here. And. So, that that Kathy, can we just talk about her again? That Kathy, the villain, she's. Mm-hmm. I am just very surprised he picked her. I'm just. I, am too. I, I don't know. I I also think that when I don't even know why he picked her. I don't know either, and I I do feel that when you're picking, when you're eliminating the first group of people at any age group, that you don't want to quote unquote discriminate against any particular hair color, shape color, height, height size. I think he, he brought in, he's got a nice collection of shapes, heights, hair color. Do you think they told him to do that? Or you think that's what he was going for? He's pretty smart. I mean, I think he's an intelligent man. He's not just going by. I think that he is doing it to be open-minded and to also do the right thing by all of these women. Like, why not? Why not? Why not? What, what, would it, what would it cost him to meet somebody that he normally may not be attracted to, for example? Mm-hmm. You know, and we do tend to go after a type. Yeah. But I can tell you right now that the man I'm married to is nothing like what my type is. And, you know, you just never know because what I was looking for in Frank was everything that he brought to the table, you know, 
calm, patient, steady, you know, just the calmness that I needed versus the drama that I've had in other relationships. And he just happened to look like that tall, thin, long hair. Like that's definitely not my type, but you end up, you know, falling in love with a type that you don't think. Mm-hmm. Now you've known your husband since you were 15, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've, I've only have one type. <laughs> <laughs> Did you date men in between him or did you like? Yeah, we, when I was young, I did. Okay. I mean, I got married when I was 25. Yeah. So 10 years. Yeah. We, yeah. We probably dated more people than I did though. Okay. So Maria, I don't remember her talking very much at all, but she went home. She went home. I didn't have high hopes for Maria anyway. I don't think she was on any of our lists. Maria just, she under the radar. The one, the one that I think we had in our list as somebody who would be a player was Peggy, the cheerleader. Oh yeah. And she did, did. she did a cute cheer for him. I thought it was really cute. Not Peggy, Renee. Did I say Renee? Renee, yeah, Renee. 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 I'm sad she went home. I'm sad she went home too. And Nancy, we just never saw at all, like nothing. I forgot. We didn't even get to see her talk. No, but she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. How old is she? 64? 60. She's gorgeous. She was wearing a white gown and she looked absolutely stunning. So he picked her because she's beautiful. No, no, he didn't pick her, did he? Yes, he did. He picked Nancy? Yep. He picked Nancy. Oh, well, good. I don't have her on my list. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. So of his list, he has one, two... Four seventy above, which I mean I don't know how many seventies are, but it's sixty, sixty, sixty-four, seventy, yeah. seventy, sixty-five, sixty, seventy-one, sixty, seventy-three, sixty-five. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go for the seventies ladies though. So out of the women he picked, um, so we talked Wait, about. Go ahead. Did Natasha go home? No, or was that she, the one that... no, he picked Natasha. Okay, she's she's very she was cute. She's the one who did the laughing thing, which made us feel a little cringy when she did that but okay so Pamela went home Patty went home Peggy he picked right he did pick Peggy she's the one from Connecticut yeah I she didn't say anything she didn't interact with him but she's cute so maybe that's why he's keeping her around I mean the guy's not again the guy's not blind you know he's 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 got eyes so he's gonna pick pretty ladies Um, and Renee went home did Sandra go home no he kept Sandra Sandra. Sandra, the um, meditator that cussed? Yes. 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 And she's 75. Right. But he sent home the other 75-year-old woman. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember her name. Susan. He kept Susan, which shocked me. Kim Kardashian. Oh, yes. At the last minute. That was the last Mm -hmm. one he picked. We were surprised that she... she was his type, but you know what? They did have a connection. They did get to talk. So there's so fifteen people. Yeah, I think I think Susan probably does have a connection, maybe with a lot of people. I mean, she seemed like she has a a good outgoing personality without being way too outgoing. She's a wedding planner, so I think she's a very oh so- she gets it. Yeah, I think okay. she's just a very social person, and I think he he wants that. I think. 
You know, the thing when he was talking to Faith at the when he gave her the rose, mm-hmm. um, the first impression rose, and he said, um, you're doing exactly what you're doing right now when he spoke to her, he's, and she nodded her head, and he said, is exactly what I need. I need to be seen. The way oh, I didn't hear him say that, but he, I heard him say, you make me feel good. Yeah. Did but he, he said, I need to be seen. Okay. Did he say, wait, did I just make that up? No, I know he said that. Or maybe. No, no, but I, I just heard him saying, you make me, you make me feel good, which I thought was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I interpreted that as being seen. I don't know. Oh God. Now I don't remember. Well, it was something like that. See, this well, either is, way, this he's is, being seen because he's being made feel, she's seeing him and making him feel good. Right. And, and that's going to be, that's going to be the driving force with everything, I think, because you know, as we talked about, they moved in. Well, in his beginning, when he tells his story, is that they 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 close on the house on June sixth. She goes to the hospital on June July seventh, and she passes on July fifteenth. I mean, that's so sad. Forty three years together. Their lake and house. And your dream little lake house. And that's been six years ago. Four, you say? Ye- four years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But some of these women have been single for a long time, but they, some of them didn't say how long they've been single. No. The one that we remember who's been single the longest is Patty, Matt James's mm-hmm. mom. She's been single for 30 years. 30 years, which is like, well, more power to her for still hanging in there. I don't know what it, what she was waiting for or what her story is. I would have been curious to find out what it was. Well, I have friends that have been like that is because they want to spend their time raising their kids and not bringing men around. And that's just that. I mean, I did that too. I mean, after I got divorced, my girls were 13 and 9. And so I dated um, a lot of men, but I dated them when when they were with their dad. And it was very hard to have a relationship because... Once you start getting serious with somebody, they do want to come and stay overnight at your house because you're with your children more. You, the mom is usually with the children more, which I was. And, um, you know, it wasn't until they got older, one went off to college, the other one was older, that I could start having some kind of relationship. But I never let a man sleep over. And I, and I, I had to break up a lot of relationships because of that. I was... devoted to that. So, yeah. Yeah, you do have to put your love life on hold. Mm -hmm. I know a couple that they said they had to get permission from the ex-wife to have the girlfriend spend the night because the kids were involved around. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have that. We, but... um, That was interesting because back when I was young, that that wasn't... No one gave a shit. They just did what they wanted. I know. I know. No, I protect my girls. I didn't want that. I was just like, they don't need, they have a dad. They don't need another man around. It's too confusing. Like, let's, let's not put too much. So I understand why a lot of these women are now, you know, in their golden years, even though we think they're too young to be in their golden years, but in their, their new chapter of life where they're saying, well, you were saying that some of these things make you hate some of these sayings, but it's my it's time like now. Like the golden years, or uh, the last chapter, or zest for life. Like we all have a zest for life, or it's my time. It's my time. Like I mean, were they saying that when you were in your twenties too? It's my time. 
Yes. But I Googled, I Googled in the Webster Dictionary, golden years, and here's what came up. Mm. Elderliness. There was a ton of words that were bad. Oh my God. Seniority, middle age, declining years, <laughs> oldness. Like it just kept going. And I was like, it's negative. It's like the words that they use, like we need to come up with another word for us. We need to we need to redefine what healthy aging looks like and what it feels like. You're you're right. Golden age should be more like my ninety two year old dad. That's golden years. Because they're they're golden, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. What's your silver anniversary? Is your is that your fiftieth or is that your is golden your fiftieth anniversary? No, twenty twenty fifth is golden and i think 50th is silver okay Does well i could have said your silver years well you, had, well you had well you had i be like silver sneakers i never <laughs> i never made it to 25 years what was your 20 do you remember no wait was 25 years what would you say what 25th silver anniversary i think is is silver i don't know yeah i can't remember that's been 10 years ago damn what else did you hear that that yeah, it's twenty fifth anniversary silver. Let's see, maybe my phone just heard me. Silver anniversary, twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. So right, that makes sense. If you're celebrating your fiftieth wedding anniversary, I remember when my parents did, and they were in their seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Those are your golden. So I think we should redefine what golden years are. Your golden years, I would say, are in your eighties. We're living longer. These yeah, are, that's true. To me, the years that we're in now, 60s and then 70s, what these ladies it's are midlife. in. midlife. <laughs> it's midlife, but midlife has now been extended to midlife used to be your 50s. Yeah. And everything was over because you went through menopause and you were considered dead and irrelevant. And like, because you couldn't create children anymore, you were considered completely irrelevant. But now... These women, it's not about that. We're all living longer. And um, I think golden years should be pushed out and definitely middle age. I mean, are we middle age right now? I guess we are, right? Yeah, because I like I think I'm going to live to be 100. So I'm 60. I'm past middle age. Right. Uh, but I do remember when my dad turned 50 vividly being worried he may die soon. <laughs> <laughs> like I cried. I thought, oh my God, he's going to die soon. He was so happy. And I was like, what? It says that, that so I think in, in the past they have re- referred to as the golden years as your retirement years. Okay. And a lot of people retire when they're 65. So that's what they're referring that's true. to. That's true. That, that's, that's very, very true. Um, but all I right. think a lot of people work past 65 now. They, they do. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. And I think they do it because, well, either they need to or... Because, again, they're vibrant, they're alive, they want to keep their brain working. They know that if they retire, like, I know you guys are big golfers, but like, how much golf can you really play where it's just continuously stimulating your cognitive skills? But traveling, I mean, that's that's what retirement life is supposed to look like. You know, doing the things you want to do, having that freedom to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it. Or mentoring, uh, even if you're working in a business and mentoring people, they say that that gives you the most uh, satisfaction. If, they, if you watch the Blue Zone, I the did. Guy that I, yeah. Blue Zone. Okay, so there's a there's a place called MEA. It's a place that you can go to out in California. That um, one of the guys that helped the people that did uh, not Airbnb, but the other one, maybe it was Airbnb. 
So he was kind of the mentor to the young guys that did Airbnb. He started this place that's in Mexico that you can go to for that that transition in your life to figure out what what it is that you could do for the last 30, 40 years that you live when you're not working. Like you're worn out from working, but you don't want to stop doing things. Right. So if you're a mentor in business to people or whatever, you're and you're not getting paid or whatever, you're just doing this. That's so that's the most satisfying thing to do is like to give back your wisdom is what you need to figure out yes. how to do. Yeah, I remember that. That was a great documentary. It was good. Yeah. So my husband went to Loma Linda Medical School. Oh, he did? He lived in Loma Linda. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he should have the secret. He does. He says he does. Everybody thinks he looks like he's in his 40s. So yeah. I hate him. And also, so, and I love all the things that they said that was in, in that about how it's not just the one thing. It's not the fish. It's not this. It's not just having a, the camaraderie or whatever. But uh, one of the things that the, the Jesse Palmer said about all the women on that show, he said, when you walk in the, in the house that they stay, they'd all be cooking. They'd all be in there cooking. It would smell so good. Really? And he said, if you would go in there with the younger ones, they'd all be drinking. <laughs> right, right, yeah. and right. You didn't see anybody really drinking either. Yeah, do you see them drinking on the show? Yeah, yeah, they get oh, pretty okay. drunk. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's all about partying. Yeah. So they used to have, so they have a drink limit on Bachelor in Paradise because I guess people used to black out. I know, I know, I know. So, I mean, you know, look, I don't think anybody is like totally like, you know, who knows what their attitude is about drinking or whatever. But I think Gary seems like he's a pretty open-minded guy. I I was very happily surprised to see him. Open-minded he was? Yeah. He just seemed like a free spirit, but he did it look like he was drinking orange juice to you? Oh, I don't know. He was holding it. It looked like a glass of orange juice to me when he was when he walked in and was talking to the women about how he was. This was the most nervous speech he'd ever given. Oh. I think he was drinking orange juice. Oh my god! I didn't even see. Maybe it that. was. A, maybe it was a tequila sunrise or whatever. Or maybe it was like a screwdriver. Yeah, a screwdriver. That's what I mean. A screwdriver. Well, I guess we keep them up until like six a.m. Right? It's like it's a really long night. I think so. They talked about that. They said they did all the same things that they did with the other ones. So if they generally do that, because they said they slept in the bunk bedrooms, they did the whole thing. I can't even imagine that. That would be a reason why I would never go on the show. You have to share the bunk bed and get on the top bunk yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah, like who's getting on that top bunk? Well, you'd have, I mean, it would suck to have to get up and go to the bathroom three times. <laughs> no. See, and that's what they don't think about is like how many times you have to go to the bathroom and like... No. If we if you got drunk enough, we could pass out and not have to go to the bathroom all night. No, I know. I just, um, I wonder how they're feeling right now. I think they all handled themselves beautifully. There really weren't any surprises to me in the way the, the, way the women handled themselves. I thought they were very age appropriate, whatever that means. But I thought they were all, I do believe that they were all very poised and elegant. I, I agree. Except Kathy. I was surprised how sad the ones at the end that didn't get the rose look. That that was really heartbreaking. And how sad me. and how sad he was. He was he well. Yeah, up. that's why he did cry. That's he, so sweet. I know. I I know. Um all right. Well I think right. And you know what's so funny is that what? when we were making our notes during the show, is that mm -hmm. we were talking about the duds and two of the duds we said were Patty and Marina. And they did go home. 
No, no, Marina didn't go home. Oh, she didn't? Oh, shit. No, she oh. did. All right, so the only dud we had was Patty that we both agreed which on. One, okay, which one was Patty? Hold on. Patty is Matt James' mom. Oh, okay. We thought Marina just didn't get represented very well and kind of showed just maybe her heritage more than anything. Like, we didn't even get to hear her talk. Oh, right. Okay. I yeah, but we thought that she, her resume, like her her bio was really good. I, I was thinking of, was there a Maria? Yeah, you were thinking of Maria. I Maria think. went home. Yes. Maria went home, right. I really was sad about Renee. I really just have to say that. I don't know why. I just thought she was going to be, um, it should be very interesting to see how they, um, how they are still after as as it goes on you know to, on the first night for the most part even with the regular bachelor and bachelorette everybody's on their best behavior unless you get some obnoxious man or woman on the show but for the most part everybody is like very respectful of one another and the quiet ones don't get it's just like it's just like it was on the show today the quiet ones don't really get picked unless you're he finds you attractive and then still, you know, there's no, no rhyme or reason. It's all very personal. But I, I think everybody was on their best behavior except for Kathy. I think Kathy is just going to cause a lot of trouble. And she didn't hide it very well. Nope, she did not. You wrote right at the beginning, Kathy is a pot stirrer. <laughs> and I don't know why. I mean, the Jimmy Kimmel's aunt, that was cute, but... You know, I didn't get the point of it, though. I don't know what the point was either. Did they think, did Bachelor, you know, franchise think that maybe the show would be boring? So they wanted well, to... I don't add. know what she added. She slept in a chair and she... I think I think maybe they thought she would add some comedy relief. But she went, they didn't let her be any comedy relief. Maybe for, maybe down the road she'll be more comedy relief. No, I think she this was it. Just like, did you ever watch Two and a Half Men with uh, mm -hmm. when Charlie Sheen was in it? Yes. Sounds like the housekeeper, her voice and everything. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think that was the only time we're going to see her. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see her again. Um, okay. I think I think we got everybody. I'm I am excited to watch it. Like, I thought that I wouldn't be, and I am. But I'm really excited to watch the next week. I am, too. Yeah. I, I am very proud of these ladies for having the balls to do something like that. That's the biggest thing that I see is, like, you know what? I have been wanting to see an older bachelor. And the fact that they didn't go from 20-somethings, I thought they were going to hop over to 40-somethings and say, okay, this is our older bachelor, 40- and 50-year-old men and women, or, you know, a 50-year-old bachelor with 40-year-old women vying for his attention. But they went, they, they shot 50 years all the way up to their 70s. And I'm... They did. I don't think that the younger people would have liked watching the 40s or 50s, but I think the 70s that it's far enough they're away, gonna, they're going to add so much value somehow that like everyone because they can relate to that with their grandparents or whatever. But I do think it's like you you want the best for that age. I don't know why. I mean, not you, not that you don't in the middle years, but they're still going and blowing pretty hard. Maybe. Do you think that maybe it? Yeah. I, I agree. I think there was enough of a separation of age. There's a 50-year, yeah. a 40 to 50-year gap. Right. That's so big. we're talking, you know, for the regular Bachelor audience, 
you're looking at your parents or grandparents doing this. So yeah, it's enough. And that's why they gain so much interest from the younger people too, because they're applauding people that look like their grandparents. Or, they've got, they, like you said, have the balls to go out there and do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I do. I really, really do. Um, so who's, so do we agree on who our front runners are? Do we both yeah. agree that it's... Um, well, I mean, we don't have a choice on you, Dot. You liked her, but Faith, we don't really have a choice on her. I don't, because I think she is kind of a front runner. Yeah. But I didn't like her playing the music. She sort of annoyed me. <laughs> and then Leslie was the other one, and we liked her. Yeah, you and I both liked her. Mm-hmm. And... But I feel like we don't, I don't know how Edith is going to end up or uh, Joan. I don't think Joan's going to end up that great, but... I think she's too quiet. We have to find out if she's a widow. I think she is. Not that it makes a difference, but I I really think the feisty ones, I I have a feeling that, um, I don't know, just given what we've heard from his daughters and his granddaughters, Uh I think he likes feisty women. I think he likes them feisty and spicy and smart, and he's not going to go for a dud. No, and I don't think, uh, Edith may not be a dud. She may end up hanging in there. I don't think she's a dud. I think she's, I, I like her. But Ellen may be too sweet. And Jeannie may be too sweet. So, yeah, I think we kind of agree. And Kat, please, let's, not gonna lie and, so, and we don't And like Leslie. Did you, you like Leslie. Yeah, Leslie's the main. Leslie and Faith. Leslie and Faith, and then we don't really care for Teresa, but we don't really think she's a villain. We think Kathy is the villain, and possibly April. But we don't, Teresa's the one who was wearing the naked suit, and she's the one who kissed him. Anyway, um, all right, so we are done with our first official recap of The Golden Bachelor. I am Jody Harrison Bauer. You can find me on all social media platforms at Jody Harrison Bauer. And Kim, tell them. I am uh, Kim, and I am on Content Kim on all social media platforms and Mother Knows Best Pod. Oh, yeah, and I, I do Fearless, the Fearlessly Authentic podcast and the old <laughs> podcast with my daughter. Um, so I'm busy busy podcasting here. Um, yes. But it, it keeps my mind going and it keeps it fresh. This was so much fun. I can't wait to do it with you next week. Okay. All right.